Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Worst with Wade podcast. Podcast. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? That's the that's new shit there? That's what we doing? That's the echo. That's the echo. That's the soft ass echo. Like, for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is episode like that, eh? <laughs> uh, 52. Where's the new 52? She gave you the DJ clue. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear that, I'd have been so weak. Oh. Uh, of course, I am your host, Wade, and we'll go with Aloysius Blogs today, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wade Wade Blogs. Blogs. Hey. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> Joining me as always. Um, Lady Ari. First lady, uh, pumpkin spice, uh, Ari, aka Ari. Yes. Definitely in that season, pumpkin spices is alive and well. Definitely, yes. definitely. And as always, well, not as always. I don't want to say as always, but joining me uh, from parts unknown again. Parts unknown. <laughs> unknown, unknown, unknown. <laughs> G is not in the building. <laughs> He's not in the building, but he's in the building. <laughs> His spirit is here. The spirit yes. of G is here, but he's here. Y'all are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so as we like to do with each and every podcast, we want to catch y'all up to Uncut Nation with what's happened on with our week that it was since we last spoke with you. So, as always, First Lady, how was your week? My week was interesting. Oh, I'm sick, you guys. So, hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, okay, about that. Sorry. About that. I am so clearing this cold right now. I'm trying to clear this cold. If y'all have remedies, send them my way. All remedies welcome. I got upper respiratory, <laughs> got upper respiratory <laughs> infection. One girl told me some white Jamaican rum. What? Uh, a tablespoon of white Jamaican rum, um, hot water, a, a cup of hot water, and squeeze a lemon. She trying to get you fucked up. Man. And then take a Tylenol and go to bed. She said it'll be all cleared up in the morning. That she might work. That hot toddy work too. Anything with alcohol in it is going to work. I need something. Um, other than me being sick this week, um, I got to accomplish some small little victories, I guess. Um, That's always good. The big people are coming down to all the sites and stuff uh, at my job, so we're fixing up the property, repainting curbs, repainting parking spaces. Uh, 
kind of fixing whatever on the property needs to be fixed, that kind of thing. So I've just been focusing on that. I'm um I gotta work in Portsmouth half a day on Monday and then work the other half at my store mm. and then stay after for anything else that we need to do because we got clean glasses, wipe down doors, stuff like that. And if the day just doesn't allow it, we gonna have to like stay till seven or eight. Damn. Get Tomorrow's that, gonna be long as shit. Make it that overtime. Yeah, but I'm look, the mileage. Listen, you guys. Yeah, yeah, facts. It's twenty two miles to get to where I gotta go tomorrow and twenty two miles back. That's forty four paid miles on a Monday. Plus the bank. Plus it's going to Portsmouth, which is traffic. Yeah, I gotta get some gas. Other than that, um my voice sounds shitty. But it's all good. You sound fine, baby. Yo, this is clear as shit. I wouldn't yeah. say shitty. Shitty is a strong word. That's what I'm saying. You sound fine. I don't know. I don't sound very... You sound like uh, you're just in the TLC ball. The the TLC ball? TLC is all. It sounds like you, you need some TLC. Oh, I was like... He's, <laughs> oh, shit. You sound like... um. You just sound congested. I'm That's sure all. Most- I'm pretty sure most guys are spinning your DMs or bring the balls with them when they're giving you the TLC. This, this is facts. These are facts. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure whoever brings you the TLC will give you plenty of balls. You know what? No, pause. No pause needed. No. Uh-uh. No pause needed. There. Pause that. <laughs> plenty, plenty ball. <laughs> Get with you, man. You know, forget all y'all. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and gee, how was your week, fam? Man, my week's been pretty good. Um, you know, things been aligning. Um, I had two interviews for the same company, just two different positions. So I got the the management position versus just you know the regular employee position. Um, so I actually start that tomorrow. Okay, okay. So, excited about that. Um, other than that, it's been, you know, just a regular, low-key, relaxing week. Uh, uh, took the boys out to, like, this little pumpkin festival slash event thing yesterday. They had a good time in the bounce house and, you know seeing everybody's dogs that was out there at the festival and running around and then we went to the playground to like it was damn it pitch black outside and couldn't see nothing so I've been, been enjoying it this week but um, other than that I just got the I put most of the well not most of all of the beats that I had selected I put them in the order that I wanted for the project oh I don't remember if I if I said this, um, I officially changed the name of the uh, upcoming project from Just Because to Moon Swings. Okay. I think you mentioned um, that, but you didn't give us the actual title. Yeah. It's the, the it's called Moon Swings. It's, it's still going to be an EP. It's not going to be uh, probably no more than 10 is what I'm trying to keep it at. So it's going to be between 8 and 10. I don't want to go past 10. Uh I might switch a few of the beats out. I haven't decided yet, but for right now, I like the direction that it's going. Um, I even think I know what my first single is going to be, and I haven't even finished writing it yet. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> I just like that the, the production and the um, and the 
the vibe and the tone of the song so much. So I, I really want to push that. That's what's up. Anyway. Uh, other than that, not too much. Not too much. How about yourself, Mister Aloe Sauce? As far as me, um, regular week, I will say, and I, 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 y'all know the story I'm about to tell. Uh, well, gee, you might have you might have paid attention to our because we putting the group on, on mute. But in my in my um, condo association or where I'm at now, I told you I just moved there on Canadian. I just moved out there, right? And all my neighbors are being super nice, talking to me and everything, yeah. which is really whack. But <laughs> that's fine. So I have this one neighbor um, that is a. Uh, it's from New York, of course. Yes. Of course, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I love that. That's okay, Art. We know how you know New Yorkers do. <laughs> so he walks up to me one day and, like, I'm, I'm leaving to get my daughter. He's like, hey, um, you know, sorry if I'm too loud. You know, I make beats and everything back here. Oh, God. And I was, like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. He's like, hey, man, you know anybody make beats? You know, I got you. I was like, all right, cool. So I'm still trying to walk away to get my car. And he's like, well, matter of fact, let me play, play you some beats, right? So he, he sits there and whips his phone out and starts playing me beats on his phone. I'm okay. like, okay. I'm like, yeah, fam, I got to get my little girl. He's like, yeah, man, just let you, anybody you know, man, I got beats for sale, man, just let me know. And in my head, I was like, first of all, you trash. But, oh, <laughs> but I was like, nah. Oh, I did, I did see You saw that, right? I was like, nah. Yeah. I said, yeah, you know. You know, I, I, I holler at people. So I look. So look. So the first thing I do, who's the first rapper I know, right? So I hit up G. <laughs> I, oh, like, G. I know somebody got beats. <laughs> I can't. I can't. She was like, first of all, you're not going to part of one for me. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> that's not going to If you think that you're going to fly, you're not going to fly them this way at all. <laughs> That's but then funny. but but then he's like now because he's he's looking out for me now so every time i go home he pops up hey man let me holler at you i'm like dog fam listen let me just go home <laughs> i just want to be home fam i don't want to hear your beats but he was like he was like yeah man i know this person i know this person you know i'm from new york and da, da, da. i'm like fam yeah, already after that. Why does everybody from New York always know everybody? New York. <laughs> but I'm not That's, from New I York. I understand that. I mean, I want to understand that too. I ain't from New York. I'm from Dumfries, Virginia. I know, but you like you got excited about the New York. Oh, because like, I just like, love New York. Like, mm. and like you got, New York. like you got, like you got steak in the city. Like she is. Look at you. Uh, no, nah, I can't explain that. Okay, because that shit has always tripped me out. Like, niggas from New York is quick to be like, oh, yeah, such and such from 135th. Yeah, that's my man. Yeah, he was. He never met that nigga a day in his life. But he's telling me all these things, and I'm like, okay, fam. Cool. Um, All right. First then, of all, I ain't actually who was your yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then. <laughs> oh, where does first of all shit come from? That's been the thing, you know, the, the, week, the weekly internet, yeah, social media thing. Start? I have no idea. I have no idea. Because I was just like, I'm seeing all these people, but first of all, like, <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Yo, no, because that's how niggas talk, but, but, but the memes is fucking crazy. Oh, I've seen my nigga, um, my nigga, My nigga Bags got the best one right now. 
he got the best one. Which one? That nigga said, uh, it was like, you deleted my number. He said, first of all, I deleted the text thread that gave me clues to who you were. Your number <laughs> was never seen. <laughs> no, I seen <laughs> one. Look, I seen one when it was a girl was like, she was like, damn, daddy, you was choking the shit out of me the other night. I liked it. He was like, first of all, you've been liking my homeboy's pictures. I'll try to kill you. But it's, you know, I post, well, because it's actually, I follow them on Twitter. It's a first of all Twitter account where all you do is post first of all. Shit is hilarious. Oh, wow. Um, but as far as do, uh. I made a mistake and me being stupid when he caught me one day and was like, Hey man, yeah, you know, anybody know a studio that has a studio. I was like, yeah, my man Jay has a studio. I'll holler at him for you. So super producer Jay Bray, he's going to edit this later. Holler at him. I don't know his name, (laughs) (laughs) but he's looking for a studio and make BC from New York. So I did my part. That's my good deed for the day. I did my, I did my part. <laughs> I told Jay about him. Jay, you listening? When you edit this, there you go, bruh. <laughs> bruh, I didn't really think about it. But other other than that, <laughs> shit, I ain't been doing nothing. Uh, I, I I had a um, The Walking Dead is coming back on. I don't know if y'all, Uncut Nation, if y'all watch that. Um, AMC, what they like to do whenever there's a new season of The Walking Dead. They always like to show the episodes of the previous seasons. So this entire week, and I just found this out yesterday, they show like every episode of The Walking Dead ever. Nice. So I, I like yesterday, I kind of binge watched that. Kind of really the first day in a long time when I really did absolutely nothing. I had a bunch of shit I should have did, but I did pretty much nothing. Uh, all in the microphone. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will say um, her and yeah she dropped the new um ep um friday it's the b-sides i did yeah, download- the B-sides, that shit's rocking right now. yeah i did download that and i actually went back and downloaded volume one and volume two so i have all that yeah so shout out to yeah. her. go ahead go ahead brother go ahead yeah <laughs> look, look i almost look i almost doubted i only downloaded him but i was like i'm gonna leave that but alone. you know what I did listen to him on YouTube because it was like if if you listen to like her albums on YouTube, yeah. it'll turn into him. Yeah, it's automatically like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's pretty dope. Yeah, he's like replying to everything, whatever. I mean it's a dope concept or whatever. It just kinda gets annoying after a while. Like But like, if let you her and do her, her together, that would be dope. But I heard I heard there's beef. There's like R and B beef between them because she hates him stealing her concepts. Oh. Uh. So like they're not like it's not a elaborate plan. Like she really hates the shit he's doing. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he's like he's like, like biting like, her uh, shit. She hates it. <laughs> oh shit! I, I didn't know. Uh, like the nigga, uh, the nigga Tyrone when he was like long dick style, and then the dude came out and was like, I got a bald head. Like yeah. they was really beefing. Yeah, yeah. Tyrone was like that nigga just came out of nowhere and just jumped on my wave. Like it would have been different if you would have. Said something to me like, "Look, this what I'm trying to do. Can I collab with you or something?" Instead of just coming out of the left field with the shit. Yeah, so that's that's what her and him are are beefing over that because him basically stole her whole style and he's yeah he's riding her wave. I mean, at the end of the day, her and him has been beefing since the beginning of time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you, th- when you think about it, it's the story of her and him. Yeah, exactly. Venus and Mars. You know, we we've been at it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> These are facts. These are facts. Thanks. But 
but yeah, that's that's been my week chilling. Um, I, when I leave here today, I gotta go from um, well, finish watching The Walking Dead. My, I try to put my daughter onto it, my oldest, and she doesn't like it. She thinks it's stupid. But you know, it's, it's a psychological element involved to it. But a lot of people don't like The Walking Dead, so I, I get it. But yeah, I'm I'm a Walking Dead fan, so. Season. I haven't watched any of it. Well, this is the best time to watch it because, like I, I said, it's showing every episode. I just feel like I—I right, I don't know how many we don't we don't talk to the gamers out in, in Uncut Nation right now. Like it, on Xbox 360, there was a game called Left 4 Dead. Right, I remember. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Whatever, whatever. So when you know the second one came out, I caught the second one. Before. But when The Walking Dead came out, I felt like they just took the video game. And just made it into a TV series, so I was like, okay, you know, I play the game. I'm not gonna watch the TV show. I honestly don't understand, and I guess because I haven't watched the show. If I watch the show, maybe I understand. But it's a zombie apocalypse. How can it have this many seasons? How are these motherfuckers not dead yet? <laughs> well, that's a that's a great point. Um, <laughs> but you know what's funny it's funny you mentioned that because there was a video on youtube and for life me i can't think of the name of it while we shout it out but there's a video on youtube where they've they figured out how long the walking dead is going to last because there they can't be this many zombies like you said like eventually the zombies have to run out so they figure out like it has, the walking dead can only be like one or two more seasons before there's nobody else dead like <laughs> everybody's dead they're killing everybody so they it's and I, the the video makes more sense of it than what I what I sound like right now, <laughs> but um, there's a video on YouTube when they they figured out the timeline through science and different things and shit, seasons and all that. They're like, yeah, The Walking Dead is going to end real soon because it just it has to. It's not gonna be one of those shows that just last forever. I just wonder why it lasts that long. Like the first season was just great, and then it was just like, oh, alright, cool, oh, alright, alright. Cause after a while, right, how many people y'all gonna run into again? Like, y'all didn't kill them all. Y'all surviving and killing more people, and now there's like beef between people that's living and shit, whatever. I mean, to, for me, and this goes back to I guess my <coughs> my school days. It's the whole psychological element. You know, what I mean, it's it's interesting to see people try to rebuild the world and what the what direction they try to build it in. I mean, I definitely do love the show. It's just after like. I think they should go a different direction with it eventually yeah. to keep it on. Yeah, and I, and I and I wish there were more black men on the show because every black man on the show gets killed. The black women stay alive, and I love my sisters, <laughs> but the black men die. Yeah. So I see what y'all are trying to do. I see what y'all are doing. I'm woke. I'm woke. All right, but enough of that. That was my week. Shit happens. Life is good. Let's get into the rundown. The rundown. All right, and first thing on the rundown, well, uh, the Soul Train nominees uh, were announced. This is award season, so I feel like every episode we're going to talk about a new award show. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> like last week, we talked about another show, then then the BET Awards just happened. Now the Soul Train Awards happened. Um, it was the AMAs last week, I think. Yeah, and I think um, Solange has the most nominate nominations. And somebody else, I don't remember who else, but Solange had the most nominations. So shout out to Solange. And um, what did it say? Cocoa Butter Twitter? Mm. <laughs> so shout out to Solange for her album, A Seat at the Table. Um, I heard that was real big. Yeah, it was a great I have the album. It was I a, didn't listen to it. It was a dope. I have it. It's good? It's good. Yeah. 
I liked it. Uh, I think I had this conversation with somebody. I was like, it's a great album. I just, Solange can't, she doesn't really have the vocal range for me. Um, but I liked her album. I love her writing and her production. I just wish her vocal range was stronger. I was like, if somebody like Jill Scott would have sung that entire album word for word the way it was, it would have made more of an impact. People would still be talking about it because of how she sung it, like in her vocal range and her presence with it. Yeah. But I'm not saying that to take anything away from Solange's album because the album is dope as fuck. You know what's funny? I think... Solange's and this will this will happen throughout throughout Solange's career. I'm assuming, I think her her sister, that whole relation affected people gravitating towards the album. I think initially people were like, well, that's just Beyonce's sister, or whatever. It took a while for people to be like, oh no, this is a really good album. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think if if she wasn't Beyonce's sister, you would be like, yo, this is a dope album. But it took so people, so many people so long to get to it, to get hip to it, for lack of a better term. And that's not, that's no fault on Solange. You can't, you know what I'm saying, be responsible for who you related to. It happens, it happens. Shit. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of people are just that, that, and that way of thinking, like, oh, that's, be, that's just Beyonce's sister. She just has to deal because of Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but nah, this is a, it's a really dope album. It's a really, really yeah, dope because the music Solange does is nothing like what Beyonce does. Definitely. I think a lot of people think that, you know, because they think, oh, that's her sister, so they just like, blah, 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 blah. Nah. 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 They are both opposite. <laughs> nah. It, but it fits, it fits, like, if you, if you, for me with Solange, if, and you're not familiar with it, just go on her Twitter, go on her Instagram, just look at her. It fits her. Like, I can't see that person doing Beyonce music. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit would be stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would be, be dumb awkward. Like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, but she fits that. The the Cocoa Butter Twitter and all that. <laughs> she fits that mold. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and somebody yeah, else even down to her um, responding back to the magazine that she was on the cover of that photoshopped her actual hair crown out. Yeah. Yeah, that, like that, she posted the original pictures from the photo shoot that showed her crown yeah. with just a hat, like with just a statement like "Don't touch my hair." Like they completely took her whole head, uh, her crown out of the picture. Yeah, and for those who don't know, did you talk about that? What 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 exactly are you referring to? For those who are not aware, um, hold on, let me find the name of the magazine. Because I, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I just I just want the nation to know what you're talking about because they might not have seen the pictures. I've seen the pictures and everything. And and they were retweeted and everything, reposted. So I just want the nation to know exactly what's going on. But, yeah, um, she had, she had the, the most nominees, I believe. Nominations, I believe. It's the uh, Evening Standard. It's a London-based magazine. Okay. And the crazy thing is, like, the, they literally, because she, the way she had her, her hairstyle was a crown, uh, it was a head, uh, a hair crown, and they took the entire thing off the top of her head, so she posted the original pictures with the caption BCMH. And 
added them. So, I mean, since then, they've issued a public apology, but you also know at the same token, like, she had a song on her album called Don't Touch My Hair. Right. So that, <laughs> I just thought it was just, like, irony. The irony behind it, yeah. But you know, it's just that's just another another way for the for them to not let her be glorious. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, come on, let, let her. She did that for a reason. It's for photo shoot. Let her rock. You put her in the magazine. Let her be in the magazine. Yeah. And see, that's the other thing I think a lot of people don't don't pay attention to and know. Like me. Like, I'm a graphic designer, so I know, like, even just the slightest amount of shit that goes into, you know, editing pictures and, and stuff like that. So, like, a lot of them covers that you see and the final version, the original picture looks nothing like that. So much shit gets changed, it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost a shame. But in this particular case, like... They just, I mean, of course, they touch her skin up and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. it. She has bad skin, but they just adjust lighting and stuff like that. But they took her whole hairstyle off. Yeah, that that was just a bad move for them. And especially for yeah. you being a foreign magazine, you're trying to get someone, you know, because you want other artists to fuck with you. So, you know, you, exactly. you, you're going to do something like this? Nah, fam. That's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Yeah. But, um... Let's see. We do we want to go over the nominees for? Do we want to go over the nominees for this or no? I don't. Have I mean, we can. Um, Let's go. There's only twelve categories. You want to? You want to go? To, well, you want to go over the important ones or just all of them? <coughs> no, we can do the important ones. Um, let's see. So starting off is best new artist. They got Black, Heard, Kevin Rose, uh, Khalid, and SZA. Mm, ooh, her and SZA and Black. Her. Honestly, I want her to win it. Does her come through? I'm, I'm fine with any three of them. Man, Black you know all the going to pick SZA right now with the weekend. This is true, but stop tripping, you guys. This is the Soul Train Awards, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm just probably saying, SZA's going to win it because the weekend. Come on now, that's on everybody's yeah, I mean, fucking radio. Yeah, I'm about to say she has the Patrick anthem right now. Yeah. But, um, that still doesn't change the fact that I would like Black to win it. But <laughs> more than likely, who's going to take it home is going to be SZA. Yeah. yeah. Because she, she has she has everybody's ear right now. She does. This is, this is true. And her voice changes so much from song to song sometimes. I didn't even know it was her for some of the songs that I was listening to. And I exactly. Think... From like song one to song two, like she has a completely different tone. Yeah. 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 And I think the problem right, so with her, versatile. I think the problem with her is that um she doesn't have enough of a body of work. She's building it. She's building it, but I mean she yeah, has to get out I there mean, somehow. I mean, 
you said the problem with her is she doesn't have a body of work? Not the problem with SZA. I mean, the artist named her. Yeah, that's she what I'm saying. Yeah. She doesn't have enough. No, her, her, has, her has a lot of uh, uh, bigger body of work. SZA, SZA has dropped, this is SZA's first album on CDE. No, her second. No. She dropped Z. Is, this, is that for Z or that for... No, we're talking about the new album, right? Yeah, SZA's new album because this is... Like, I want to... This is her first album. I want to yeah. say anything she dropped before this wasn't an album. Hold on, let me pull it up. I have both. This is her second album. I don't think that... I don't think what she dropped before this was an album because I remember it was a whole big controversy uh, between her and label and SZA was about to quit because they wouldn't release her album. Yeah, I have the first one from 2014, Z. It's 14 tracks. Um, Let's just... Let's just Google. Let's do our Google. Was that on TV? Um, doesn't show. Actually, let's go back. It just says R and B. Doesn't say. Let's see. let's look at the discography for Scissor. Because her discography has three albums. Okay, yeah. No, she, from what I'm saying, she has, she got four projects total. But everything before this was an EP. This is her first album. She did Scissor Run 2012. That that was an EP. She did S 2013. And then she did B 2014. So this is her first album. It says Control is a debut studio album. Yeah, now, if, um, with her, her did, she did volume one, volume two, and she just did volume two to be sad. But both of those volumes are what, seven tracks a piece? What, for her? Yeah, for her. I believe so. And then SZA has, like I'm saying, SZA has a, a broader body of work. That's what I'm saying. Not saying one is better than the other. It's just your personal preference. But I think if you look at the body of work, you have SZA who has at least, just album-wise, at least maybe 50 songs, just offhand. Her has a total of 21 songs. She, she just dropped Friday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the body of work, maybe you you can better judge somebody by a bigger body of work. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Now I know if you just put the album control up against volume two. Once again, SZA has more songs on control. I don't know, it's just me. That's just the old school ath. Like my biggest issue with Illmatic was it was too too short. You know what I'm saying? Only ten songs. So I like I like for my artists to give me at least twelve tracks of solid material. Seven songs is cool, but I want more. That's just me. Nothing. Okay, so what other category? Well, black black was short too, right? Black had like six songs, huh? six seven songs. Black, you said what? Black CD had like six or seven songs. No, the fuck it didn't. It did? <laughs> Why am I thinking it did? Black, um, the free black joint that had it has eleven, but the way it plays. Yeah. It doesn't play like 11 songs. Like, for instance, the last song, number 11, is nine minutes. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at it. So, like, it's, it's a lengthy body of your work. It's um, it's almost 50 minutes. It's almost an hour long for 11 songs. That was a slept-on CD, right? Yeah. 
I came across that through somebody else. Yeah, I heard it. From, I heard actually another podcast was talking about it, and I heard it. And then and I, I was like, like, Ooh. Yeah, like Ooh. I, you know, I forgot how I came across it. I really want to say I was just on my website, and I just saw it cover, and I was just like, he's sitting on the bed with a bear. It's yeah. got to be a great album. <laughs> 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 like, that's a hell of a risk. <laughs> so I went ahead and downloaded it, and I loved the whole project. Yeah, it's a dope, dope album. Okay, what other categories we got? We can go over real quick. Categories. Um, I think what best best hip hop artists, maybe album of the year. We don't want to go through all of them. All Just right. a couple of them. Um, Let's see. Next one is uh, best R and B and best R and B soul male artist. Now Bruno Mars. Bryson Tiller, Chris Brown, Ali, and The Weeknd. Ooh, this is a good category. Because mm. Bryson was highlights, but his album, that last album, wasn't as good as the first one. Um, of course, you know The Weeknd is my guy. Pause if needed. My guy. It's my guy. Um, and then Chris, you know, home team. I don't know. I'm going for The Weeknd. The weekend's my guy. My guy. Pause. Um, yeah, who was the weekend? I don't know. Tilla might get that. Because Tilla, Tilla's kind of that new R&B, that kind of hip-hop R&B that people kind of gravitate into right now. Uh-huh. But this album wasn't as good as the first album. It felt it felt like a continuation of the first album. It felt like part two wait, of the first album. Stop yeah. dancing around and wait. Just <laughs> going on Listen, I'm not rocking with that. <laughs> I'm not rocking with that. I need bars of death. I need some pain and suffering. Not that 24 happy shit. It's one on Mars, bro. Oh, man. This motherfucker. Keep it. It's, it's, it's the Soul Train Awards. It's Bruno Mars. I promise you. Y'all, Bruno have whatever y'all call yourselves. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> he got it, yeah. Damn. He probably will. I'm still going to the weekend. <laughs> I'm still with the weekend. I mean, yeah. truth be told, the, 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 as great as every artist is in that category, the only competition right now is between Bruno and the weekend. Yeah, like Bryson Tiller, um, the Trap Soul Project did well. His new project fucking sucks. But he is on the Wild Things feature. Um, the Jasmine Sullivan joint that um, that he's on called Insecurity. That's a dope record, but he doesn't, he's not out there enough right now to compete with Bruno on the weekend. Both of them is like multi platinum at this time. Yeah. yeah. Like for their, for their most recent projects. Chris did drop the, uh, the, the, the double joint, but that didn't really do nothing, even though he released like three songs recently and he's about to drop a new double shit. Um, and Khalid's project is still still gaining traction. So right now, big is really between Bruno and The Weeknd. Bruno. And personally, it just it just depends on the music you gravitate to. And I gravitate to us, you know, Bruno. that darker, that deeper, Bruno. darker shit. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with Abel. I'm it's, going with The Weeknd. It's Bruno with it. I'm a motherfucking star boy. Stop! Stop fighting it, Bruno. <laughs> I'm going with Starboy. Fuck that. 
Oh, <laughs> All right, what else we got? We got best R&B and soul female artist Kalani. Mm. Yeah. Mary J. Oh, ooh, never mind. Oh. Lauren, SZA, <laughs> and Layla Hathaway. First oh, off. Oh shit! Okay, wait, wait, wait. Repeat all those one more time. For, for best R&B soul female, we got Kalani, Lettucey, Mary J, Solange, SZA, and Layla Hathaway. Okay, SZA and Kalani, they're okay, but they don't really belong in that category for me. Um, just, yeah. Um, the way they see? mix it now, because they say R&B slash soul. Got you, uh, so, okay. So SZA is still, SZA is R&B, Kalani is R&B, but like, Mary J, Lettucey, Layla, Solange, that's soul. Layla Hathaway might take that. It like for me between the the between Lettucey and Layla. I agree. I would Lettucey's love voice is amazing. Lettucey's dope. Harris City. is dope. Yes. That's one of my. That's one of my um. Yeah, but people sleep on Layla, so that's why I said both of them. Yeah, that's one of that's one of my my quiet CDs that people don't wouldn't think I would listen to. I do have Lettucey CDs. Bars Very. of life. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Bars, <of life. laughs> Bars. I do have Lettuce CD. She's very dope. I'm very um, interested. I don't know. I can't call her. I want to say Sizzle just to go, just to ride the wave. Nah. But I like Lettuce. Um, ooh, that's a, that's a good one. I don't that's know. That's a good one. Yeah, you going to have to come back to that one. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, out of the rest of them, there's only two more categories that's like really we need to talk about and move on. All right. Um, Album of the album slash mixtape of the year. Slash mixtape. That's crazy. Include mixtape. Uh, that's that's that chance to rap a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's that chance to rap a shit. <laughs> and he's not even in this category. <laughs> um, it's all R and B. Shit. Bruno Mars, the twenty four karat magic. Mary J. Blige, strength of a woman. Solange, seat at the table. Silver control. And the weekend star boy. That's a hard ass fucking category. God bless it. Because wow. it's mixed. It's male and female. That's what makes it crazy. But y'all know who I'm going for. I'm just saying. Yeah, you going for the for Star Boy. I'm a motherfucking Star Boy. That's my shit right there, Star Boy. I'm still, I'm still going on in this category. I don't know. Skip me. <laughs> you hear it, it, might, it might be. It might be a surprise. To, um, Sizzle might take it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That category is so stacked. I mean, album of the year. It, it wasn't a. And then you, don't forget, Solange is still there too. Yeah. So I mean, that's that category though. I'm, I'm still. I'm still with Starboy. We ran this out. Me and Abel. The last one is song of the year. Bruno Mars, that's what I like. Childish, Childish Gambino, Red Ball. Tyler, Rihanna, and um, Tilla. Wild Thoughts, Khalid, Location, and Solange, Cranes in the Sky. Cranes in the Sky. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Cranes in the Sky. Yeah, as soon as I heard, nope, Cranes in the Sky. I mean, if you look at the songs that's nominated here, the, the most impactful song. They they tried to make Wild Thoughts a hit. They tried. 
And I liked it. I love Wild Thoughts. But it just didn't have the impact. I think because it got swept up in the boat at Yellow Graves. So it didn't have that impact like it should have. But. Cranes in the Sky, man. I must say, I, I can't even get a prediction on that one. Because I like every single track in that category. Yeah, I'm, I'm, rocking, uh, I'm rocking with That's one of them. I'm just going to wait to see. Yeah, I'm rocking with Cranes in the Sky. All right, cool. So that's the Soul Train Awards. <laughs> they will be, um, I don't know when they air. I don't know either. We'll, we'll update y'all, man, as we always do. Um, it's taking place November 5th in Las Vegas, and it's going to air November 26th on BBC. So there you go. November 26th, Soul Train Awards. We will once again revisit this and see how white right we were or how right I am because I'm always right. Bruno's not going to show up. Not, not counting out Bruno, you. <laughs> Bruno's not coming. Oh. <laughs> you got to accept it, bro. Nah, fam. Nah, fam. You know what's funny? <laughs> that 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 one video that we shot is like took it over the whole shit. It's like a running gag now. Because yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not a Bruno. I'm not a Bruno. It's just too happy. It's just the shit's too fucking happy for me. But like people heard that clip or whatever. And like so many people are like hitting me up and. You don't like Bruno or does Bruno have follows me now? Like I'm, I'm just not a Bruno Mars fan. It's no beef. Just I need that happy shit. The fuck this is Teletubbies. I don't need all that happy dancing and shit. Fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. Man, ain't no, ain't no beef. We don't get, we don't get way to, to accept Bruno and <laughs> you know come on, come on on to the, the 24 karat side. Fuck all but that. Still fuck the beef. That's consistent. Look, look. Every damn day. Look, fuck all that joy and prosperity. I want that shit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 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 <Need> some paint. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so, um, breaking news. We want to break this out. Just happened. This just happened over the weekend. Breaking news. Yes, yesterday. All right. As many of you know, in Uncut Nation, I am originally from Oakland, California. Town business. If you don't know, you haven't been listening. Uh, yeah. If you don't know, you. You really haven't made me attention. So, <laughs> uh, yesterday in the Bay, there was the Rolling Loud concert. I'm mm-hmm. probably pronouncing it wrong. And one of my favorite artists, I'm saying it with straight face, um, Lil B was performing. I was about to say, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Lil B, the bass guy. There will no be no slander on the bass guy. Lil B. <laughs> <laughs> the bass guy was performing, and apparently, um, a boogie with the hoodie. Y'all know who a boogie is. Um, Lil B has said, and and we talked about this earlier. He said that a boogie sounds like Dej Loaf. A boogie took offense to this, and got ten people to jump. Lil B, the bass guy. There's footage of this. It's all on the internet. It just happened yesterday. Ten people jumped the base guy for no reason. Base guy is like five five. Come on, unnecessary. So base guy gets jumped. Footage happens. You know everyone tries to make a world star moment these days. I'm about to look at so base guy gets up, brush himself off. Then they make him perform. Apparently they make him perform because he's booked to perform. He performs. He gets on stage and he tells everybody, hey. A Boogie just jumped me. 
but it's no beef. I love them. <laughs> um, matter of fact, let's go to um Shaheem Reed from Revolt with the update. Let me see if I can pull that up. My phone is acting stupid. Shaheem Reed, let's talk to let's talk to the base guy. To roll now for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's something to really, you know, it's, it's, it's one to not forget, you know, but I'm going to take how I'm going to run with it is positivity for myself, you know, and really use this to show people to make sure that you don't retaliate with violence. I'm not going to retaliate with violence. I love them. I love Boogie and this whole crew, and I'll hang out with them, you feel me? We can shake hands after this if they want to chop it up and talk to me. But, you know, it's just, it's just, I think some people need to not be so violent, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not what it's about. Like, you know, hip-hop is a little too violent, so I think that folks should, you know, and not hit everybody, but there's some folks that are representing the culture that need to, you know, just kick back. It ain't all about being all violent. You feel me? It ain't about that. But overall, what was the experience? So... If you, had, if you didn't hear it, if the audio wasn't right. Basically, the base guy says, yo, I don't have no beef with them. It's all cool. I love them. I'm nonviolent. You know, you took 10 people to jump me. He was a bitch. He didn't say that. I said that. But um, <laughs> let's go into this for a second. Like, Wayne said he sounds like a nigga who just got jumped. Yeah. I mean, I, I expect the base guy to say these things. You know, if you just got jumped by 10 people, you're like, yeah, I don't got no beef. <laughs> I, don't, I don't got no beef. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. But then he proceeds to go on Twitter. Lil B, and if you're not following Lil B, the base guy, I'm wrong with you. Base guy, he says, you know, a boogie just jumped me, but I don't have no hatred for them. You know, I love them. I'm a man. I'm about peace. Um, what is it? you have to tweet up? I want to read them verbatim because I wanna I wanna make sure I don't misquote the base guy. Uh, yeah, I got you. Two point five seconds. Who's the base guy? Gotta make sure it's right. Two point five seconds. Wait, five seconds. Okay, here we go. Um, let me read them. Go ahead. All right, so he says, cry for me tonight out of love and joy. Cry because I have forgiven the five to ten people who jumped me today. I will not retaliate, Lil B. Uh, it could have been more than ten people who jumped me today. A Boogie and his crew, I forgave them. I mean, I mean that love y'all no violence, Lil B. Uh, let me be your strength. We are not violence. We do not retaliate. We do not support violence. Say this with me. Say it loud. Sorry. <laughs> okay, wait. My bad. Um, I'm still moving solo out here with no security. No security. <laughs> Gangster. <laughs> Bitch, God. Uh, with love in my heart. I'm not just going to trust everyone now. Love and positivity guide me. Uh, okay. Then... I'm trying to read this one without laughing. All right, so no violence on my time. Say it with me. No violence over here. Leave that hater far away from us. Say it with me loud. Love you. It's okay. Let's, let's respect the base guy here. Let's just, hey, hey. No slander on the base guy. First, first, let me say let me say a couple things here. Once again, I will firmly admit I am biased. I'm from Oakland. I'm biased. I'm okay. just putting it out there. Um, for, for, for somebody to just get jumped by 10 people. First off, why you take 10 people to jump the base guy? That's first off. He's a little dude. 
if you, yeah, that's first off. If he you, really gets no points for that. Yeah, if you have an issue because he said you sound like Dave Loaf, then you go see that man yourself. You don't take ten niggas to go see this dude. That's you so. Uh, you got mad because he said you sound you you sound like a a a, a female on record, <laughs> and then you showed you really a bitch because you had to get the nigga jumped. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that's. So this is doing nothing but further proving his point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's I don't rock that. I don't rock that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's. If you had an issue with him, just go see him. Yeah, but you know, dude, kind of tough. Ten dudes jumping, you get up and perform. Yeah, he get up, shake him, shook. Like the video is, and is phenomenal. All he got is like a little scratch on his nose. That's it. That's the base card. Ten niggas jump you, and that's all you got. Like dudes, town business, yo. town business. And then for him to come up oh, and be like, yo, this is this even crazy. Is in the video is like once he gets up, they scurry. Yeah, <laughs> like they I don't even they don't even stand and keep going and nothing. Like soon as he stood up, they was gone. You gotta take ten dudes to jump the base guy. You soft, dude. That's funny. <laughs> you soft, cause if you have an issue with the man, you go see that man, and and nothing's gonna happen out of this, cause B, little B is saying, "Hey, let it go. It's over with. Non-violence. I got love in my heart." And if you follow little B's career, which I know a lot of y'all don't, but he's always been on that kind of non-violence shit. You know what I'm saying? He's not one of those bang bang shoot 'em up rappers. He's just kind of he's the base guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. For y'all to do that. He's always been weird. <laughs> I will say that. He's always been weird to me. He should, he, what he should do, he should go ahead and curse A Boogie like he curses other people and, and, and let's see how that works. But he's not going to do that. Because, hey, the base guy curse is real. Ask Kevin Durant. The curse is real. <laughs> the curse is real. Hey, respect the base guy. I don't want no problems. <laughs> so... Like I said, I'm being biased, and I have no problem admitting that. I'm from Oakland, town business, everything. But I just think it was, it was a bitch move, and I'm saying that. This is Wade who said it. Mm-hmm. For y'all to take 10 people to jump that man. This is like what said. That's Jumping went out of style in the 90s. <laughs> and then for y'all to jump him, and then he get up, brush himself off, and go perform, that, that jumping had no effect on him. Yeah. At all. No, at no. all. If you jump somebody, they're they supposed to be in the hospital after that. With 10 people? Yeah. It should have been a wrap. 10 people? Uh, and we got the footage people. of it. It's, you can't, y'all can't lie about the shit. Be like, no, nah, no. Nah, it's footage. In today's society, everything you have is going to be under, under footage. It's going to be under microscope. So it's footage yeah. of this whole shit. And for everybody to know that you did it, you and your crew did it. Mm, you soft, Duke. You soft. Isn't isn't that what New Yorkers say? That's New York. You soft, Duke. That's that's a New Yorker thing. Uh, you soft, yeah. You soft, Duke. Yeah. And it's it's just Wade who said it. So if there's any issue, come see me. Uh huh. So I'm from the town. And I don't play that shit. You heard me? Anyway. Bars of life. <laughs> Bars of life. There we go. <laughs> uh, let's continue here. Uh, I found this interesting. Um, Billboard, starting in 2008, 2008, 2018, (laughs) Billboard is now going to change the way they rank albums. Basically, the way it breaks down is that albums that are listened to or music that's listened to on a streaming site like Spotify, Tidal, things like that that's paid for will rank more, will have more impact than 
I guess how we reported like YouTube videos and stuff. Right. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, from the artist standpoint, G, what do you, what do you think about that? Looking at it, I guess they're looking at it the same way if you buy an album that goes towards the artist's sales. Right. Which is part of what they, like the, the single tier that they were on. So if you're paying for a streaming site, then you're technically paying for the artist's music. If you're going to YouTube, you're not paying for it. Right, right. Um, the only thing is, with SoundCloud, you don't pay. That's that's my only description. Like, you know, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, you pay for those. SoundCloud, you don't pay. So I feel, me personally, I feel like SoundCloud might need to be in a category is not holding as much weight like YouTube. Right. Well, other than that, I understand why they had to, why they decided to go ahead and adjust it. Yeah. Because technically, people are paying for their streams, and they're not carrying the weight to put them on Billboard. And then, the loophole that they brought up was uh, the compilation projects that, out, that labels put out, that one song from the compilation might have might end up streaming so much or doing or doing so me so much movement that the whole album ends up hitting Billboard when it shouldn't be the case. Right. Perfect example. So they had that. to readjust that. So once they readjusted that, those the album, the compilations or the label projects that were doing <laughs> that don't even chart now, like because they're not making enough overall sales versus the the popularity of that one single song. But see, I think to that, first I want to say I think the move had to happen just because the way the way the music is digested now, that, that, that move was coming. My concern with that is it's going to be a more single driven market. You know what I mean? People are not going to really care about putting together cohesive albums. They just want a bunch of hot singles. That's my concern with that. And then... I mean, we're kind of... Sad to say, it's been teeter, teetering on that for a minute anyway, because the way projects are being put together and, you know, people's short attention span, they want to get directly to what they like as fast as possible. That's why a lot of streaming sites became popular. They don't want to hear, like some people got to the point, I don't want to listen to a whole project of this artist album because I don't like everything song. I just want to hear the songs that I like and move right on. Right. So with that, it was a a, uh, a big turnover with a lot of artist albums, and he started shortening the albums. Like most albums nowadays are, you know, between eight and ten songs, and they call them albums or EP. They throw EPs out like every week. That's just like right. between three and five songs. And that's just because the market is different now. Like people, oh, cool, I like these songs from them. I listen to them for about a week. Now I need something new. What else you got? So artists constantly have to put music out now, which is why sometimes they just throw out songs. But see, okay, let's use let's use an example, a real life example for the nation to understand. Let's let's take Khaled last album. What if you just listen to Wild Thoughts, then listen to the rest of the album, then? Back in the day, when when we were younger, 
people would go that album would go and like how Billboard was set up they would album would chart just because of that one single but right. what they're now proposing is in 2018 if people just listen to Wild Thoughts then his album not gonna do shit but Wild Thoughts will be on top of the charts right so to me like I said like, and I understand the, the thought process behind it it just it shows me they're going in the direction and like you said before they've been going in that direction it just shows me they're going to be less albums they're going to be more albums of like five songs or even if people put albums out at all they're just going to put a bunch of singles out yeah I'm about to say they're going to be on their Drake shit they're, they're just going to be releasing playlists exactly because nobody's eventually and I'm not saying this is going to happen in 2018 but I can see the direction maybe 2020 or down the line people are just going to stop putting out projects and just start putting out singles yeah, like either because you know new new albums used to drop on Tuesday, right? So then it's gonna turn into I don't know maybe a song a week, <laughs> like that. Exactly. Throughout throughout the year, be like, oh yeah, who's dropping the song today? Type thing. Like not who dropping the album. Who who got the hottest song out today? And and then here's something I'm thinking about as far as me being a blogger. You know, I post music every day. So how do how do my streams do they affect an artist? Like for example, I just posted a new Big Crit song. Does that affect Crit sales? Well, it doesn't affect them now, but going next year, if someone goes in my site, because those songs are there, you know, you can find songs from three years ago and they're they're there. Does that affect? Them? You know what I mean? It's very interesting. Hmm. From from what I read on Billboard. <laughs> It shouldn't, because this goes back to the discussion we had on um, a previous episode about them counting YouTube streams and stuff. Right. Uh, it has to be on a certain platform for them to acknowledge it. Okay. So then, hmm, that's very interesting there. Like that, or like one of their one of their official channels. Because I know some other bloggers, when they embed music, when they say you know such and such got a new song, they use that. They actually use the Apple Music player, so that you're. It, I guess it counts as a stream through Apple Music. Uh. So I'm interested to see that how that plays out. It's just me being a blogger, of course. See how that plays out in the future. Um, but I, I do think definitely within the next five years, probably less than that, there's, there's not going to be any more albums. There'll be compilation albums. But as far as an, an artist putting out a body of work, it doesn't benefit him to do that. Put out two or three songs. There you go. And, yeah. and, and this culture right now that we're in, the artists that we're in now, think about like, think about Fetty Wap. He would just put out Trap Queen and that's, that's it. You know what I mean? And then instead of putting the whole album out, like you like you said, yeah, a week later put out another banger. People in this ADD society were thinking, oh, Fetty Wap's the man. He got a, three bangers. <laughs> when yeah. back in the day you had to put out a whole 15 tracks that were banging. It's just the way we digest music is very interesting to me going forward. And I think this is going to really change the industry, like I said, in the next couple of years down the line when people are just going to put a, a song out and, and eat off a song. Think about um, what's the boy's name? When Classic Man came out, and how he ate off a classic song, Classic Man for a while. Jadena. Jadena. I didn't want to mispronounce his name because his album was dope too. Yeah, his name is Jadena. 
But when Classic Man came out, how he he came out here and performed Classic Man at Shag Fest, I was there, and he did it like ten times in a row. <laughs> so people going to start doing that. It's just it's interesting. It's interesting to me. I know Nation, y'all like yeah, whatever way, but it's interesting to me. Uh, I know they, I know one of the things that that I have found out about as far as the streaming situation, um, they had mentioned about Post Malone's label putting out one just the hook. It was a loop of the hook for one of his particular songs, and just did major numbers on the site. That's that's another thing. That's another thing. It's going to be people like we talked about in the last show. I think in the show before that, the whole guerrilla marketing thing. It's going to be people. You remember earlier? I don't remember the episode. We need to intern for this. When we talked about how Nelly, how Nelly, people were having Nelly parties, when they would play one Nelly song like the entire night just because Nelly was having financial difficulties or whatever. Uh, yeah. I can see them doing that now with a new song and that affects the p- person's charting. Hmm. It's just a lot of things. I think I think that system is going to be flawed for a while. Maybe they'll get it right. But I can see artists now getting deals for single deals. You know what I mean? You can get a deal. It's going to be easier to get a deal now because you just have to make one or two hot songs. You don't have to have a cohesive project. But then who wants to deal with the label? So give and take, give and take. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I want to go on to the uh, Metro booming. If young Metro don't trust you, hmm. um, on Twitter, this is Twitter news. On Twitter, um, what day was this? Was it Tuesday, Wednesday? Earlier this week. Uh-huh. Um, Metro. Who else? Who, who it was Metro and somebody else? Um, go to the group chat. No, it was Metro. It was just Metro. I thought it was somebody else. No, somebody else came in after Metro said something, but Metro initially started it. Okay. For those who don't know. It was Metro, um, dang, I just had his name. Um, damn, 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 damn. Where I put it at? Give me, I'll find it in a second. Okay. Because it was like, it was like another, Mike Will made it. Um, yeah, Joe. I think it was somebody else, and I know Joe Budden said something too. Yeah, Joe uh, chimed in uh, for a second. Metro started it though. Yeah, Metro started it. Um, for those yeah, of so it's just uh, Mike, Joe, um, Joe Budden, and uh, Mike Will made it. Okay. Okay. For those who who don't know, um, all right, why don't you start off with? No, the, uh, uh, that was the other one. London on the track. London. That's who it was. That's yeah. That's what I was thinking of. London on the track. But all right, why don't you start off with what happened? Um. Uh-uh. Okay. G. <laughs> G. Why don't you start off with what happened? This voice. Oh, basically, um, Metro let everybody know, like, uh, to the upcoming songwriters and producers. Don't. Now, a lot of people got this confused that he was just he was directed at Atlantic Records. It wasn't. It was specifically to the artist partner group or APG, which is headed by Mike um, Corrin. Corrin, Corrin, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correct. But he heads that department. And he's specifically talking about that department who deal with songwriters and producers. He was like, don't let them steal your soul. Basically, don't trust them. You know, they 
they just, they do bad business over there for the most part. And from there, Mike Will made it, you know, put in his two cents and was like, yeah, you know, Karen over there, um, Karan, or however you pronounce Mike's last name, too, from, <laughs> from APG. Uh, he was like, yeah, he heard my whole catalog and was like, you don't have any hits. Yeah, I saw that. So he helped yeah. me with that. And then London on the track was like, that's what they do. They slave you and steal your hit. Mm. Yeah, I, so. I know Joe Budden uh, mentioned, he was like, he's been putting together something to like pretty much expose Mike overall. So he was like, he was happy to see that uh, that Metro Boomin spoke up and said something because he know Metro Boomin how he, you know, young producer coming up and a lot of a lot of artists and producers just, you know, they don't speak out about industry practices. You know, they kind of suffer in silence with those boys. Yeah, but the the irony of this um, this whole thing is this is as a common industry thing. It's just the direction of the industry is changing. Like, and and I hate to make this simile, but. I have to because it'll make sense. It's kind of like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Mm-hmm. What he was doing is what was very commonplace in Hollywood at the time. It just he hasn't right. evolved with the times. And what they're basically accusing of um, Karen, this guy, Mike Karen, whatever his name, they're basically accusing him of, of standard radio or record label practices. It's just... They don't do that shit no more. He's doing stuff they used to do in the 80s and, you know what I'm saying, the early 90s. People don't do that shit no more. He's, right. Like, I, I've known stories, and I could say from people names, that they say similar things, and they've been in bad, shitty deals because of what was happening to the record label did. We all know artists that have horrible deals because of the record label. It's just times have evolved, and we don't do that shit no more. Yeah. Um, it it just made it for me. It it, it made me feel good for him putting names out, and you know, because no people talk about stuff like this. We never send anybody name. They're just like, yeah, you know, don't go over here or don't do this or don't do this. Now he's like, hey man, this motherfucker here. This is what they did in 2012. So I ain't had no hits. I ain't do this. Like they put everything out, so it was no confusion. I'm I'm a fan of people speaking directly. You know what I mean? That that whole let me drop a clue here. This blues food shit, you figure out what I'm talking about, irks the fuck out of me. <laughs> that irks the fuck out of me. <laughs> Just say what you mean and let it go. Um, but but yeah, um, I've, and nobody deleted their tweets yet, so you can still go up there and read them. Like they they stand behind what they're saying. So yeah, that's another thing I hate. People said some real shit and then delete it. No, let it rock. <laughs> let it rock. Um, but yeah, it's sound like standard practices. But those those days are over. Can't do that shit now. I mean, we just finished talking about how Billboard is about to change the way they they chart records. So, like, how do you think that <laughs> the old ways are still gonna work? Like, 
as many outlets as artists have nowadays to put their music out directly to the fans. Exactly. You as a label being really on your last legs, why would you think that you could still try to take advantage of an artist, producer, songwriter, whoever, and think it's not going to come back to bite you in the ass? Exactly. Things are different now. They, things are changing. Yeah. Those those old tactics y'all used in the 80s and 90s, it's not flying anymore. It's almost 2020. This is clear on these things. There's a lot more information and a lot more outlets to, that can be used. People don't have to use the record label. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to a record label right now to be worldwide. I mean, we, we, we can say chance, but we all know what we think about chance. Um, but you don't use an, <laughs> You don't need a label anymore. You know, I I thought about that. Going speaking on the chance situation, I thought about that. I think for chance, let's say for chance purposes, he's not signed to a label, but I think someone's sponsoring him, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be the the legal difference. You know what I mean? He's not an artist signed to a label, but he has corporate backing. Yeah, he has investors. Yeah, yeah. I think that's gonna be the the legal the legalese about it. That's the difference. Like, you know, I'm not an artist, I'm not signing nobody. Yeah, but you get a check from Apple, you get a check from these people. Like you're you're getting paid for this. Yeah. That's that's my theory on it. Yeah, he, he has investors or business partners, whatever you wanna call them. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's major money behind him. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's there's money behind Chance. You don't think there's any money behind Chance. You're not watching what this kid is doing. There's definitely money behind Chance. Major money. All right, so I did want to go into something a little lighter here um, for all the ratchets out there. Uh, <laughs> um, it aired on, we talked about this on the, sh- on the podcast earlier, um, Gucci and Ke- Keisha were married the main event. It happened on the 17th, I want to say. I'm bad with dates, so forgive me. Um, it aired everywhere. My timeline was flooded with people that said they don't believe in marriage, but was was crying at Gucci and Keisha wedding. Fuckers. Um. I'm about to say, all the, clip, all the clips that I saw, Gucci and Keisha weren't even crying at their wedding. It trips me out how everybody says, oh, I don't believe in marriage anymore, but everybody watching Gucci and Keisha getting married, and they're happy for Keisha. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Uh, and then it's also announced. We'll go back to the wedding a little bit more. It's also announced that Gucci has a partnership deal with Reebok to have his own shoes come out. Which mm, I'm not a big Gucci fan, so I can't say. But hey, happy for him. Whatever. Reebok giving out rapper deals like nothing, right? They had a Rick Ross deal. They give out rapper deals like nothing. Reebok, give me some shoes. Let me have a podcast with the shoes. Have a big podcast logo on the shoe. I mean, wear Reeboks. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they gave him a, uh, well, it's technically, uh, um, it's, it's his, his variation, his take on one of the shoes that they already had, yeah, um, it, the workout. So his, his version is the workout plus EG, um, that he did, but the, the gag line of shoes are, like, he's taking over that line, basically. <laughs> It's kind of what they did with Kendrick. You know, Kendrick has his own shoes from Reebok as well. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, so, hey, that was a good wedding gift for Gucci and Keisha. Shout out to them. Um, 
Marriage is still a beautiful thing to me. I know it's 2017. Motherfuckers don't say they don't believe in marriage, but I still do. Beautiful thing. Do what you do. Um, yeah, I I didn't watch the wedding, but from like all of the clips that were flooding my timeline that I was seeing, it was something missing. That shit just seemed cold as hell. It was like everybody was just putting off for the cameras. It didn't yeah. seem like an actual ceremony. Like I've been to to wedding, and I didn't get a wedding feel. I just got that was like a a ballroom event. It was a TV. It was for a TV show. That's what. That's it was no exactly. soul. It was no soul there. It was just. Let's do this for the camera, and there you go. Yeah. So, I wasn't impressed. I know everybody keeps talking about it. It's in the third light. Yeah, I mean, the rappers love it, so. Yeah, like, rap, like marriage is a beautiful thing. Uh, I love to see, I love to see it, but it just, I didn't see that there. It was just, like you said, it was just for television. Yeah, that's that's the feeling, and a lot of people on my timeline were saying the same thing. Like, cause they didn't even say um, like they didn't say Gucci's real name or some shit. Like, they they said like Gucci man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot of stuff that was like, this is this is clearly for TV. Yeah, like, that's all. For, that's all for TV. To get more, I think it was honestly to get more people familiar with Keisha's um face for her to come into her celebrity. At this particular point, yeah. because some don't, some about to pop off with her and her doing her own thing, like getting in that mix of you know basketball wise and stuff like that. Yeah, let's let's be clear, we're not shitting on them. You know what I'm saying? We're happy for love, black love, black love. Let's say that again, black love. We're always black happy love. for black love. Um, happy for them. It's just the wedding came off as orchestrated. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a organic experience to me anyway and a lot of people in my town i was saying the same thing i didn't see a lot of it but from what i saw it just was like hmm it was more than scott behind us mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it felt like very loving hip-hop ish um next gonna go to g's favorite rapper um xx extension extension how do the fuck you i ain't gonna say he's my favorite now you weird yo yeah, all them new niggas is weird. <laughs> all the new niggas is weird. But um, rumor has it he signed uh, what is it, a six million dollar deal mm-hmm. with uh, who? Capital. So shout out to him for that. Um, that's some numbers. That's, is that the number? The numbers you have to give to sign get an artist these days? Six mil for a deal. Mm, and I gotta. I want to see the paperwork behind it. I know I'm never gonna see it, but it has to be because that's recoupable. Six mil is recoupable. <coughs> For those who don't know in the record industry, recoupable is when the label fronts you money, but you got to pay it back mm. <laughs> through record sales and other venues. Like, I wouldn't want a $6 million deal if it's all recoupable. Well, that depends on what his advance was. That's what I mean. The advance is what you, what you got to pay back. Yeah. So that's why. The I, advance is just like straight out the gate. That's why I'm curious to see what the, the details of the deal. When, you, when someone says you get a six million dollar deal, what's the details of that? How much was your advance? Was there an advance? Um, like, I'm not sure. I mean, truthfully, in this day, back in the day, I would worry about that. Nowadays, I wouldn't. Like, for instance, if if I was to get a six million dollar deal, I wouldn't change too much as far as like 
Because typically with the record deals, what you're saying, you got to pay most of that back. The advance was supposed to go for studio time, so on and so forth. Right. Most artists now, like, they're not using the label's resources. They have their own. So any, it, like, the studio that I was recording in that was good enough for the label to pick me up, that's the same studio I'm still going to be using, which is my in-home studio. So yeah. I, don't, I'm, <laughs> I don't have to pay anybody else to record me. Right, so then... Now, if, if they want to go ahead and uh, have me refine a few things, then I might have their engineer um, do some things or uh, one of their uh, mastering technicians to touch up a few things. But for the most part, no, nah, I'm not going to change too much of my process that I did that got the label to want to sign me for six but then it goes back to the to the obvious question then why sign a label deal at all? Now, like I said before, it's it's a give and take, of course. You get you, the label can put you in places that you can't get to without a label, but it's just in today's society, where can't you get to without a label? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you I think those to, numbers though? Like I think to a certain degree the label push is still relevant because the label still has channels that independent artists don't have. Now, what I would like to see more of is instead of just signing directly to the label, more of a partnership or just even a distribution deal. I think that's a smart deal. I mean, the independent Koch route. Back in the day, everybody in your Koch would have the distribution deal. You know, you pay for all your promo, but they pay for distribution for you. I mean, I'm cool. With that. That's a partnership. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? You make more money off your album that way. It's just, I don't know, just record labels. Six When people put out numbers like that, there's a reason behind it. Yeah, I mean, with X, I think... I think his is coming in the wake of he he's not afraid to say what's on his mind. He's not afraid of controversy. And I think that's part of what his appeal is going to be or what's going to have him in the public eye. Um, sad to say most of, most of it right now is negative. I know he, he got his his hearing and trial and everything coming up in December, but uh, aggravated assault and uh, uh, I forgot what the other charge was, but I know it was against a pregnant woman. Like that's about to start in December. But musically, the "Look at Me Now" uh, track when he released the video, it was a lot of controversy about the scene that he had where he brought the little white boy and the little black boy on stage and you know, you could see he, he was speaking to both of them and it's like a stage, like a play and he put the noose around the little white boy's neck, walked over to the side and started pulling the vocals to hang him up while the little black boy was standing there watching. Right. Like, it was a lot of controversy about that. He even said he got letters from the Ku Klux Klan for that. But it was just basically him putting it directly in the face. Like, this is what white America did to black America. And they tell us to get over it. But as soon as the depiction is reversed, y'all up in arms. <coughs> exactly. 
know. But I think he's just—I don't think he's going to sacrifice his art, and that's the—that's the main thing that I do like about him. And I hope that for like, like I said, Wade was Reese saying that's my favorite rapper, but because uh, no, it's, it's some of the shit he does. I'm just like, nah, I can't fuck with it. <laughs> but. I like his creativity, and I like the fact that he doesn't hold back anything that he wants to do. That's that's the main thing that makes me respect him as an artist. Now, the shit that he does as a human being is something completely different. Yeah, that hair shit and all that, cut your eyebrows off shit, yeah, I'm good with. Yeah. And all that other shit. But, hey, Hobie has a lawyer, like I always say. Get yourself a good lawyer to get you out of these situations, because when a label puts out, they're giving you $6 million. That's an investment. And it's something. It's a reason they're putting that out. They may, they may be sending a message through you to attract other artists. Like, hey, we just gave this dude six mil. Imagine what we get you. Yeah, I mean, shit is when he put his debut album out, seventeen. Like that came into Billboard two hundred at number two. Yeah. So he 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 was doing numbers by himself, and like That's Kendrick, he gave a stamp of approval on that album. And that's my point again. So if you're doing numbers by yourself alone, why do you need capital? What does capital have to offer you? Six million dollars. But if that's your, if that's your advance and that's recoupable, then I wouldn't expect yeah, only, you know. only time will tell, bro. Yeah. Again. I wish I had the answer because I know, right? I ain't got no problem. I ain't got no problem with them giving you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Capital, give you six million, you quick, right? At all. At all. We is definitely going to Jamaica to go through them. <laughs> go through the, a month worth of show. <laughs> Facts. Oh, um, man. Let's get ready to wrap this up here. I do want to say, uh, I do want to mention that Kendrick had an interview in ID Magazine where he mentioned Fear from the album Damn was the, his best verses in his career. Because it was all authentic. He said, like, the first verse was his, was his fears when he was 17. Then it escalated to, like, now and then what he fears. So he feels like that's his personal best verse. It's a really dope interview. ID Magazine. Make sure you check it out. Google it online. It's a really dope interview. Check that out. Um, I do want to get to what's streaming with G really quick here before we get out of here. So, G, what do you got for us this week? Um, it's a... It's a good amount of R&B this week, truthfully, because they, they've been stepping their game up. Um, I got Tank Savage. Um, let's see. Who else? Keisha Cole dropped the 11-11 reset. Um, as we spoke about earlier, her released volume two, the B-side. Um, it's a chick that I'm checking out called uh, Raven Felix, who dropped a project called Dallas. Californication. Mm. Uh, Boys the Men dropped a new project called Under the Streetlight. I saw that. So that's like R&B has a lot of stuff out right now. Um, but hip hop as well. Um, the group Earth Gang dropped two EPs. Um, one is called Rags. The other one is called Robots. Audio Push dropped Last Lights Left. Uh, Camp Low is back with the Get Down Brothers. Uh, T.I.'s uh, team. Hustle Gang. Uh, yeah, Hustle Gang. Uh, we Want Smoke released. Uh, XX Tentacion did Members Only Volume 1. Uh, right now, that's what I got. I'm picking up. I'm still grooving to a couple, a couple of things from last week's show. 
like, you know, the Woo, the Woo Project, so on and so forth. Um, and for cakes, I finally got to the to the A Boogie shit. Um, I only got to listen to his most recent project, The Bigger Artist. I still haven't listened to the first one. But for this one, I was... I listened to it, and first impression is he has, you know, he puts together good melodies, flows, it's typically party music, you know, he got good production and everything, but overall, like, his writing is basic, is real basic to me, so, I mean, it's, I can only listen to so much of it, like, I know it's a couple songs, like, of course, the Drowning Journey, I like, you know, the single that he got out, um, the track somebody he got. Uh, it's one with Chris Brown. He got one with Trey Songs that I kind of buy with a little bit. Um, but I think for right now, like the core fan base that he's he's rocking with, that works for them. But uh, like I said, I can only listen to so much of it. But as he gets older and he has like different experiences, I feel like his writing is going to get better, and he'll be able to step outside of. His, formula that he's using and he, his content will vary because everything is pretty much like females and money it's the old memphis bleak syndrome you know when bleak first album came out so all he talked about was remember the song memphis bleak is that's really what memphis bleak was money cars hoes that's all the shit was but then later on as he got older he expanded so a lot of young rappers you expect that um I'm I'm personally not gonna fuck with a boogie, boogie with the hoodie, just Oakland, just Oakland in me. Sorry, just not. Nah, I, I tried, <laughs> and like right now I can't do it either. <laughs> yeah, like the, I can't do it either. The drowning joint and the somebody track really are the two tracks that I can listen to. Other than that, the rest of it is. It got to a point I know when the song cut off and when the next one came on because it sounded the exact same. Mm. He got that young M.A. flow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, M.A. Yeah, got that he one pocket. got the auto tune on it. Yeah, that M.A. got that one pocket and she stayed in that pocket. Um, what else? Um, like I said, her. Um, I have the B size. I get. I just got into her for real. I've heard about her. Uh, I've heard about her for a while now. But you know, I haven't really. I'm slow to get on the music because I hate when I find some an artist I like, and they disappear. And it happens a lot of like local artists. I'll find somebody I like. They put out one project, you never hear from them again. So I'm slow to get on the artist. But um, I'm a bang with her. You okay? Huh. Huh. Leave, leave my accent on. My brother does that to me. Shout out to Jamal Lord. He does that shit to me every time. Leave my accent on. <laughs> can't message you I don't know where that accent comes from because it's definitely not Oakland but that it's there so funny. Uh, I rock with her <laughs> anyway let's get out of our social media here and let's get out of here on the Sunday evening here oh no it's Monday by the time y'all listen this will be Monday so it's Monday I'm about to say yeah. shit is Monday I gotta be at work listen no bruh I woke <laughs> up man I woke up and thought it was Monday and I looked at the clock and said 10 o'clock I literally jumped off of the couch got ready and then looked and then said, oh, shit is Sunday. Listen. After I had my uniform one. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mondays is, is easy for me because another story. Uh, <laughs> Mondays is good for me. I'm good on Mondays. Uh, but also, 
Uncut Nation, make sure y'all. Bruh. Uncut, Uncut Nation, make sure y'all check email us here at wordswithwade at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, comments, even if you need love advice, Ari will give you love advice. Hell, fuck up, Will. I mean, y'all don't even ask no questions anyway, so I might as well. Well, you can ask us questions. We'll respond. Um, yeah. You know what, G, and we'll say this for the next episode. I think we need to be away from it to, to look back on it. But I do want to have a conversation about um about Bebe. I do want to have it, but I want to have it without sounding like we hating. Who? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'd be I was about to say, that's, that's going to be an in-depth conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to have a conversation about him and, and you know, stuff we talked about earlier. Um, yeah. But I, I right now. What? I need to go back to the group chat because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, because right now, I think if we have it, it's going to sound like we're hating. But it's just really an honest conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just wait so that I can figure yeah, yeah. out what Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have it. We'll have <laughs> it because I think, I think we need to have it because I, no, I don't think people are asking the right questions about his situation because I know I've seen the video and he had like 18 logos at the end of the video. So, like, everybody's in this dude's pocket. You uh, know what I'm saying? <laughs> With stuff we said about before on this podcast, but I just think that we need to have an in-depth conversation about that. I would love to get him on the podcast, or but I don't think they will let that happen. You know, Probably what I mean? not. I don't think they will let that happen. But shout out to him. Um, I'm not going to shout that out too much because I don't want to. You know what I mean? I don't want to stand behind yeah. it like that because of because of everything. But I'm not a hater. Trust me, I'm not hating. But it's just it's just no, not at all. And not I know, at all. Like, yeah, I know it's gonna come off that. I way. love to see. I love to see people do well and people people win. It's just it's the way that it happened, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in the best the best light, and or, or the, if if everything is occurring how it should. And then it also makes me wonder, like, why can't this be a norm for us? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely an in-depth conversation we need to have. Like I said, at the end of the video, it's like 18 logos on the on the video. Like, that, there's a thousand people in this dude's pockets. Um, exactly. We'll have like, that it was two different scenes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it flashed logos yeah. at the bottom, yeah. and it faded, and then flashed more logos at the bottom. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what the, what is this? Like... <laughs> Like there needs there needs to be a conversation about that. Um, maybe he'll listen. That look like a Negro League fitted. Yeah, it looked like it like on two K when you start playing the game and they show all the teams logos. Like exactly. they all. I was like, damn, who, how many people he signed to? But that that's definitely a conversation for another day. Uh, if anybody has connections with his people, I would love to have y'all. We would actually do an interview. I will do an interview. Speaking of interview, I told you about that. Uh, I will do. I, I hate doing interviews. I hate doing interviews. But I will do an interview with that just to get that done because that needs to be done. Not hating. Just there's some things that need to be said. It's just some VA shit. Um, but let's give out our social media. Um, all right, of course. Yeah, that's was funny because I, I actually said that media. since I've been in parts unknown. Parts and unknown. he was like, "What does that mean?" I was like, yeah. <laughs> don't know yet. It's coming, but y'all don't know yet. It's coming, yeah, it's definitely coming. I had to break it down to what it actually meant. It's definitely coming. Cause, um, yeah, because I showed, I, um, I showed him the clip uh, when, he was, when he was with Point doing like the little minute freestyle. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they were like, this can't be real. 
I was like, it's real. <laughs> the official video just came out. Yeah. It was like, nah, this ain't real, this ain't real. I was like, trust me, he's massaging. I'm trying to tell you. He's but yeah, let's let's get out of here. Um, Ari, your social media. You don't got no social media. That's how you feel. Uh, all right. Um, H O N three Y underscore D I P P three D Honey Dip. You already know what it is. Ariel. Oh my goodness, Anderson. If I do not, if I do not answer your request by a certain amount of time or whatever, just shoot me a message and say you from Uncut Nation. Instead of her DM with all that sexy talk, I be seeing it. She show just to let y'all know she shows us her <laughs> My DMs. DMs are just so you in there, way. you in there saying, "Hey Queen, Queen, you're so beautiful, Queen. My God, I would love to spend time with you." We see all that, fam. Yeah, we see all that. The one God doesn't make people perfect, but see, you are perfect. Dude. Listen, Queen. The fuck, man. You know, I'm gonna tell you a funny story real quick, real quick. Cause I'm I'm babbling, but um, I remember back in the day when I had a chick. Some dude jumped in her DM, right? And was like, yo, girl, you look so good. You like your shit, strawberries. I said, what? What? Some dude jumped in my ex's DM. This was me and her together, right? And he he typed, you look so good. You like your shit, strawberries. I was like, what? You shit, strawberries? That was his line to her. <laughs> so y'all niggas stop that DM shit. Stop that shit. You niggas is going. You're so fine, you shit That's what the nigga said. You remember my ex? Like that's what the nigga said. I was like, that shit is hilarious. I cannot, man. So dudes jumped in in Ari's DM. Understand we're family. She shows us the shit. We, we <laughs> laugh at you. We laugh at you. So stop with the DM jumping. It's cool. Just be. Just hey, I'm from Uncarnation. Listen to the show. Support y'all. That's all you gotta say. That's yeah, it. and then, I mean, I have a regular-ass conversation with people, but when they hop on, like, damn, I seen your last picture, and might I say, no, you may not say. <laughs> Listen, when you, when you send a, you send all your requests and say, hey, queen, we already know what it is. <laughs> Oh, man. Listen. And listen, I'm all for that. Shout out to um Hoffa. She me and me and Hoffa text. That's my homie. She always thought of Hey King. I was Hey Queen. You know, I'm, I'm cool with that. But we know the intention yeah. behind the Hey Queen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's different when it's somebody you know. Exactly. Versus somebody sliding in your DMs like, okay, I know where you're trying to go with this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So chill out with the shits. <laughs> He's trying to show the utmost respect so you can be disrespectful. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I never understand what niggas do that shit. I guess I don't have no game for that shit. Niggas just thought I was so super respectful, but then three weeks later, fuck you, bitch. Like, like now, it, it, it's to it's to lure them into a false sense of security. Oh, he's so he's so nice. He, you know, he he treats me like a queen. That's how he refers to me. So, and then when that door closed and that bed rolled, niggas are savages. So disrespectful. But you would think women would be on to that by now because I know women that fall for that shit every time. Fall for what? <laughs> that, that, same, that same Hey Queen line every time. I know women that fall for that shit every time. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but it was a female. Uh, and, I hope so. Uh, matter of fact, I don't remember who it was. It was Save. Shout out to Save. Um, Shout out to Save. I be seeing them. We was... Um, like click save. It was it, it was a brief conversation, but it, like a conversation that really makes you <laughs> makes you realize like people let you slide because somebody's attractive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right? definitely. 
Yeah, it was like the ratio of what you'll let an attractive person get away versus a person that you don't find attractive is is mind blowing. Like some women like, oh yeah, you know, they'll let a random dude just be grabbing on their ass or whatever in the in the approach or you know, chicks it can call a nigga a bitch or whatever, but because she's attractive, like, you might let it go ahead and rock for a minute. Until it'd be like, all right, look, you know, we gotta calm this down a little bit. But out the gate, be like, oh, they just playing, or they mean it that way. Like, you know, you kind of let it roll off because you find the person attractive, you know, and you're trying to get it. Right. So... Oh yeah, the, I think I think there should be. A, I know I know we, this is all common knowledge, and we're not breaking any new ground here. But I just love to see it scientifically. There's an actual study of how long it, it literally takes of a, a guy or even a female to go from hey queen, hey king, or the fuck that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's bad. Oh fuck that nigga. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know when someone's just so funny where you just take a deep breath and you just can't laugh? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I, I wonder how long, because that, because that, no, back in the day when I was young and I sound super old when I said that, but you know, it used to be like the guy smash or whatever, and then it's like, oh fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Now you don't even got to smash. It just, you can say the wrong shit and it's like, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought y'all was, was cool. You just met Shorty, you man. That bitch just said this that and the third, man. Fuck yeah, that yeah. Just, just that fast. Like, oh, you you hit it? Nah, I ain't hit that shit. Fuck it, man. Like, uh, what the fuck? I'm glad I ain't hit it. Yeah. I'm glad I ain't hit it now. Like, that shit that is... Like, she crazy, man. Fuck that bitch. That shit changes so fast these days. Mm. Like, it is... And, and there'll be something stupid like, man, you know what she had to nerd ass when I'm gonna take her out? Like, what are you talking about? Man, fuck that bitch. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Take you out. Comment, comment, comment. <laughs> it be some shit like... I said, I'm going to take y'all. It's like, who you think you is? The queen? Like, nigga, you call her queen in the comments. You you say, hey, queen. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you know, nigga, straight crazy. up. Hey, be mad as hell. Like, yo, she got me fucked up. Think I'm going to take her out somewhere. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I know we smack. black, but y'all know y'all being real black. We said bye like five times. I know. I, 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 we getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Ari. <laughs> All right, G, give out your social media, man. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be like when you at the cookout. <laughs> you keep saying, I'm going to leave. Oh, let me run over here and holler. Exactly. Oh, I was about to leave. Oh, man, my man just came in. Let me holler. Yeah, I was about to say, the kids, the, the kids are already in the car. They sitting in the car, car running music on. They wait. Exactly. They're doing there for another 20 minutes. Exactly. Gas all out and everything. <laughs> yeah, I can just oh, rent it all night nah, and shit. Let's see. Instagram and Twitter, underscore G, underscore L-I. And then, like, y'all going to hit me no way, so fuck y'all. I love y'all to death, though. <laughs> oh, um, let's see. Uh, Facebook agr gli snap agr g. Um, make sure you check out the website agrhqs.com. And as far as me, make sure you check out um, uncutmagazine.net. Hip hop in its rawest form. Urban news is just um, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Twitter, Snapchat, Words with Wade. Um, if you're on iTunes or even Google Play, if you leave a five-star comment, we'll read your comment on the show and shout you out. So make sure you do that. And you can always follow me at the... Wait for it. Wade Blogs on everything. Um, shout out to the dude that hit me up on Xbox last night and was like, yo, I listened to the show. So shout out to you. 
he hit me up on Xbox and I didn't add him, but That's shout cool. out to you. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to you for that. Um, I have get more, starting to get more people that hit me up like, hey, listen to the show. Woo woo. Shout out to y'all. Um, Texas. Woo woo. See, I don't get none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, shout out to y'all because we getting people from Texas that like every picture every day and I can talk about that. Uh, shout out to everybody though. Um, episode 52 is in the books and anything else we'll get out of here? No. Hey, anything else? Before that. Mm, no. I am about to say, you know already waiting for it. Yeah, she waiting for that part. All right. That so, part. That, that part. <laughs> so. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm not ready. Okay. You're not ready. All right. I have to get ready. Okay. 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 All right. Favorite part. All right. So, as always. As always. You may agree with what we say. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You may not agree with everything we say. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we catch y'all on the internet. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.